0: Well, hey everybody, Jonathan Doyle with you once again. Welcome, friends, to the Catholic Teacher Daily Podcast. There's been a little break, but we're back. We've been navigating lockdowns here again with the COVID issues, so uh, you could be hearing this at a different time when things have all changed. But right now, we're in lockdown, and Karen and I have been pivoting rapidly into homeschooling mode. We have three young children, so I have been putting back on my teacher hat and taking care of the schooling every day, which, look, has been great. I was, you know, a teacher by training and and by disposition. So it's quite a privilege to have this time with the kids. Uh, as many parents know, it's not easy, of course, to juggle all these different responsibilities. But, you know, we're sin abounds, grace abounds, even more, because even in these difficult, challenging times, there is plenty of grace around if we know where to go looking. So... We're all listening in a different set of circumstances. I know many of my American listeners are just heading back into their new school year. And uh, there's all sorts of, you know, uncertainty around lockdowns and face-to-face schooling and mask mandates and all sorts of stuff that's happening. So we can all agree that... uh, whoever's listening today, we're all going to be in a different circumstance. But what I want to talk about is going to be relevant for absolutely every single one of us. I believe that what's happening is a, a real pandemic of fear for our young people. I think there is so much stress and fear and uncertainty on multiple levels for young people. And they are reporting all sorts of challenges in terms of mental health. And uh, you as educators are very familiar with this. So I want to offer something today that I think can be really useful whether you are face-to-face again or whether you're doing uh, remote learning and as an educator you're dialing in by zoom each day Uh, I know that my kids at least two of them are in you know zoom face-to-face contact is that a oxymoron zoom face-to- face contact Uh, are in daily contact via zoom with their teachers and what I want to talk to you today is about hope I think really what we're facing in this pandemic amongst you know many different factors is a crisis of hope and i think our young people whether they can articulate this or not are dealing with this anxiety and a loss of hope a hope about their own futures uh and depending on the age of the children there can be a lot of anxiety for younger children uh teenagers are missing, all out, are missing out on a lot of social connection interaction i know my daughter who's uh in her teens now is just really missing her social connections with her good friends and then you know you've got um older teens who are just also really uncertain and losing hope about their own future and their prospects and their studies. So I'm going to argue in this short episode that we're in a crisis of hope. And one of the great things about Catholic education, one of the great things about you as a Catholic educator, is that we really get to trade in the commodity of hope. And I want to give you a quote first that I really liked. This is from the philosopher uh, Soren Kierkegaard, who uh, I studied many years ago. Kierkegaard is uh, very influential and uh, writes quite beautifully. He led a very sad and solitary life. He really did. He was a very, I wouldn't say troubled, but a lonely soul. And, uh, but listen to this, this Quite Often it's people that have suffered a fair bit that uh, have these great insights. It's very simple. Listen to what he says. He says, hope is passion for what is possible hope is passion for what is possible i think that's really profound hope is passion for what's possible hope is an energy a belief a future orientation it's passion for what is possible and what i want to suggest to you today is whether it's on a zoom call whether it's face to face we need to get back in the business of being traders in com- in the commodity of hope now This is not humanism, right? So humanism is just, let's all just magically affirm everything and it's all going to be incredible and it's all going to change. We're not talking about that. We are going to be traders in the commodity of hope and that hope comes to us through one particular thing and that is faith. I've been going on recently about a quote I came across in the Yale Bible Dictionary and it just said, faith by its very nature confronts fear. Faith, by its very nature, confronts fear. You know, I've been a Christian for many, many years, and I've studied my Catholic faith at a very high academic level, but that was kind of a real bolt from the sky for me. It was very helpful to realize that hope and faith confront fear. Whenever fear grows in our lives or in the lives of our student, what we need is hope in a brighter future. What we need is faith in the God who's going to bring it about. So I began to study when when this next round of lockdowns came in. I knew that I had to really guard my own heart and mind. I really needed to get mentally strong. So I started doing a huge amount of Bible study. So I would get up, and this morning I was up at 3.30 a.m. I'm not telling you to do that. It's just that how I operate... And I use this app on my phone. It's uh, I think it's originally from Craig Groeschel's church in the U.S., but it's called the U Bible, just Y O U Bible, and it's a phenomenal Bible app. And most I think it's mostly free. It's just brilliant, and you can jump on that and do all these plans and studies on faith. So I am now up every day. I'm just going through plan after plan after plan after plan on faith and hope. And it's teaching me these powerful insights into the mindsets we need to develop in ourselves and then in our students. And I've obviously been reading a lot in Hebrews 11, which is that great chapter on faith. And there's this beautiful line where it says, Faith is the assurance of things hoped for. That we have an assurance of what is hoped for, we have an assurance that of you know that things are going to turn out okay, that things are going to be all right. Now, I know some of you are listening going, Jonathan, well, we don't want to put false hope in the lives of our young people. Well, if I had to risk it, if I had to take a fifty fifty bet, I would be betting more on just instilling them with hope. Because what I'm learning as a Christian is, you can focus on your circumstance, you can focus on what's surrounding you, or you can focus on the promises of faith. You can focus on the promises of God. You can focus on what He says in His in His Word. And I know I'm I'm you know I'm an Orthodox Catholic. I know some of you are listening to me going, Jonathan's gone Baptist. I remember speaking in New York a few years ago, and it was a beautiful invitation to speak and. And the lady that invited me, her husband was uh, was an evangelical Protestant and she was a devout Catholic. And, uh, you know, they had a beautiful marriage and, and there was no issue with, with their different faith expressions. And But he turned up to hear me speak as well. And apparently, because I got really fired up and got my Bible out, and then <laughs> apparently she told me later, he turned over and he whispered to her and he said, Jonathan, he's going for the Word. <laughs> he's going for the Word. And I was, and I was passionate about it because I began to realize that it is far better that I build my reality on his word than I build it on my own fear of my own circumstances. So your students and even you yourself at the moment are surrounded by fear you're surrounded by messages of loss and, and fear of the future and fear of pandemics and fear of this. And I'm not saying that there's no you know, rational basis to some of it, but I think our mainstream media and our culture in general traffics in fear because it has a major evolutionary advantage and we are predisposed to be sensitized to fear. So we have to train ourselves to not be focused on the narrative that surrounds us. We need to be focused on what God promises us. He promises us salvation. He promises us a hope and a future. And we need as Catholic educators to really step up and begin to offer hope, even if you don't feel it. You see, it's nothing to do with feelings. It's to do with a strong assent of the will to the Word of God, right? It's a strong assent of the will. You know, reading this morning, John 14, 7, it's where Jesus talks about, You know, do not be afraid. My peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. Not as the world gives it. But then he has this crucial line where Jesus says, do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. He says, do not let, let, L-E-T, let. Do not permit. Do not allow. Do not cooperate. Do not agree with fear. Jesus makes it really clear that we are not to let it happen. And when I prayed over that this morning, I had a strong sense of like, He's actually telling us that we have to be active in this. He's telling us that we must not let it happen. And he only would have used that phraseology if, if he knew that we had to be active participants, if we knew that we had to be stepping up and not allowing this stuff to seep into our minds and hearts. So as you go about your work with students, let's really start to trade in the commodity of hope So just even if you're just saying to your students, hey, I know this is tough, but come on, we're going to make the best of this. Come on. This is going to end. You know, no pandemic lasts forever. No matter how bad it was, Spanish flu, 1917, terrible, much worse than what we're going through. But eventually it ends. People survive. People move on. Some form of normality returns. New opportunities are opened up. Hope returns. It does. No matter how dark and difficult things are, hope returns. And as Catholic educators, we are uniquely positioned and placed to really share that message of hope with young people. So friends, I'm just putting this on your heart today that if God has made you a Catholic educator, if he's called you into this beautiful vocation, then please become traders in the commodity of hope for young people. They really need it from us at the moment. They really do. All right. I hope that's an encouragement to you. Get that up on your phone. Just make a commitment to just daily Bible study on faith and hope in this dark season. You know, even if it's just 10, 15 minutes a day, whatever it is, begin to fill your heart and mind with scriptures about what God is going to do, about what he has promised, about who he is, about how we're never abandoned, how we're never left alone, how we must not give in to despair. Fill your heart and mind with that. All right, do me a favor. I want you to go across to... Trygoingdeeper.com. That's our online training platform for Catholic teachers. You're gonna love it. There's a free trial. I put together a free trial, three episodes, no charge. Just go to trygoingdeeper.com. All right, please make sure you've subscribed to the podcast. You can find us on Facebook. The website is one Catholic Teacher. Please share this with some Catholic teachers that need some encouragement. God bless you, everybody. My name's Jonathan Doyle. This has been the Catholic Teacher Daily Podcast, and I'll have another message for you very soon.